Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Tuesday, April 30th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and today was the beginning of the F8 conference, that's Facebook's developer conference, and Mark Zuckerberg made an interesting, if not unexpected, announcement that after, I don't know, at least a decade of, of real focus on the news feed, on be on public um, publishing of information on Facebook, the focus being on sharing with the world or with large groups of friends, etc., that they were going to pivot and create a privacy-focused social network across all of their platforms. That includes Instagram, as well as their messaging platforms like WhatsApp and Messenger. Uh, there's not a lot of details, but I did watch some summaries of the keynote, read an article here from The Verge, which I'll link to in the show notes, and uh, I was thinking about it a bit. In fact, you can actually look at some of the changes they've already implemented on the um, core design of the app, on mobile anyway, that launched today. But they're they're making a lot of, uh, they're announcing a lot of things before they're actually developed. And they're making a lot of uh, claims about where their, their directions are going. But I got to thinking about it today. And I was wondering, how is this going to affect uh, certain pe- certain groups of people? So I think for an individual Facebook user who just uses it, you know, as a person, as an individual, you want to connect with friends and family and whatever, it's probably a pretty good thing. I mean, I think we can all agree Facebook could use some privacy focus. And some of the stuff they announced sound great. Messenger is going to become a lighter, faster app. They promise by default end-to-end encryption. Uh, interconnection of all of your messaging apps so that you can, you know, uh, I guess presumably have this kind of end-to-end encryption across all of them. So you can talk to people across their different apps. They have a redesigned main app experience, which focuses on groups and uh, in like a, and uh, events, I guess, but uh, and away from the news feed as much. It's still there, but it's not the emphasis moving forward. And you know, they have new new tools to help you find local groups, local events you'd be interested in, because those are really core aspects of the app. It also puts stories huge upright and center. And then on Instagram, they're redesigning the camera, they're, uh, which is uh, cool, and letting you do more stuff there in the stories area without needing a photo to start with, uh, which is pretty cool. And so the way I look at this, it feels like a couple of things are going on at once. For an individual using the Facebook app, generally going to be a good thing. The thing that most people use, events, groups, talking to their friends, is going to become easier to do. It's going to have more, there'll be more focus on doing that. And there'll be less focus on the news feed, which is where a lot of, they've gotten a lot of trouble over the years. Now, this is putting aside any issue about whether the not they'll still be collecting certain kinds of data and whatever but it seems like they really uh, understand how badly <laughs> their situation is and uh i think they're going to keep a much tighter rein on any data access in the future but from an app perspective if the news feed is de-emphasized this to me means the real losers if you could call them that in this are going to be businesses because facebook pushed hard for years to get businesses on their platform and uh, today, every business essentially has 
a Facebook page. This podcast has a Facebook page. And the issue I see with this a little bit is that they already adjusted the algorithm like over a year ago, I think. They really destroyed engagement with uh, Facebook business pages, posts. Uh, There's just no engagement anymore. It's very difficult to get engagement. They don't put it in front of people, and they emphasize pushing the boosting posts with ads. I presume that that will continue. It'd be even more necessary to spend money to get your posts out. But if they're de-emphasizing the news feed, then, I mean, even if you boost posts, I guess you're going to have to boost them in the stories in order to get people to see them. Like, it just seems like the platform is really shifting hard away from anything that's useful for a business because a business has different needs. An individual may not want to see ads or may not want to engage a lot with uh, some kind of brand, whatever. but if you're a business, you kind of want to tell people about specials and remind them that you exist and and you know you want to communicate with them. You want them to be interested in you. So if they de-emphasize the tools or they de-emphasize especially the news feed where that was the, the primary source people would see this stuff, I feel like this is going to be even worse for businesses than it is now. But it's still a little unclear what all, what all the details are going to be. But I was thinking about what you should do as a business on Facebook moving forward. And the, the first thing that came to my mind was stop relying on Facebook. And I'm as guilty as this as many people. Like, I, I have a lot of photos up there for photography work that I've done. It's not really a business, but, you know, occasionally I will get paid for a gig doing some, like, concert photography or something. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it's a hobby. But even so, I don't even have a portfolio page set up at the moment. Like, why not? Because I was just putting everything on Facebook. It was easy to do, and it was easy to share and easy to tag people in the photos so they could get access to them, at least, you know, the social media sized ones. Uh, And, you know, I do have a website for this podcast, but that's because it kind of came along with the host because I didn't want to build one. Um, I've neglected my own personal web page for years because social media just was a lot easier to engage with people on. So I'm as guilty as this as anyone, but I feel like this is really a, uh, this should really be a big like a big warning to anyone really who wants to create a brand of any kind, whether it be a personal brand or especially some kind of business brand, that you better have a website, a good website. And you better start thinking about how to maybe move primary engagement to that website. And I was thinking about this today and what are the things that people engage with on from a, on a business perspective on Facebook? And, and of course, it varies depending on the business, but I had a couple of strategies that I thought about just today, and, and you know, I, I'm no expert in these things, so I don't know if it's going to work or be useful or anything, but here's what I thought. I thought, make sure you have a good website. Start putting some of the, some of the tools that you use on Facebook now, you want to try to replicate on your webpage and maybe make that the center point of your communication. So uh, that would be like, like forums would comes to mind, uh, the ability to have the kind of group communication that is very popular on Facebook. It, that it might make sense to try to have that moved and like use something like discourse form or something on your website as the place where you can have your you know private club or private members group or something like that instead of just on Facebook. I mean, you could probably do both, have both places, but I think you should set up the infrastructure and start having it available and start pushing things to it at some point just so that if Facebook completely obliterates engagement, 
that you, you're, you're not stuck in them. You don't want to have all your ad, eggs in one basket. Uh, but besides that, I also thought, I mean, you're not going to leave Facebook entirely. So I thought, make sure you have a good web page. Make sure you have all of your key information is there that's not ever just on Facebook or just on Instagram or any social media network. That The canonical source has to be your website for everything. And then you can push it out to the social networks. But then how do you use Facebook from a business perspective to get any kind of engagement if they're de-emphasizing the primary channel, which is the news feed? And they've already, you know, rather, uh, you know, damaged engagement numbers to begin with. And I thought, well, they're really emphasizing stories. You can do stories from a business page. Uh, I actually told someone that today, and they didn't realize you could. But they're putting stories front and center on the user interface. Story engagement is extremely, uh, has extremely high growth right now across Instagram and Facebook. It's like one of the features that despite all of the privacy controversies over the last couple of years, people on Facebook have been increasingly engaging with and using and enjoying. I mean, I use stories all the time on Instagram, especially, and I cross post them onto Facebook and I, uh, to my personal account, but you do it as a business account and then, and you can kind of hit two platforms at once. But uh, stories, I think are a place for businesses to definitely experiment. They've been available for a while, but the interface for actually doing them is not as obvious. Like you, you have to go to your business page and hit your profile icon or hit like there's a story button somewhere in there. It was weird. I, I didn't even see it at first. So it's a little more wonky, it seems like, with the business pages. Uh, and it, and I had problems posting some for some reason today, but it could have just been technical issues because a lot of people were hitting the app today. But, you know, anyway, if you if you do stories, that might be one way of, over time, trying to get a little bit more uh, engagement. At least, but of course, only the people who follow your page are going to be there. Another thought I had, or, you know, only people who follow your page are going to see them, I believe, yeah. But uh, another option I thought was, if you're the type of business that it makes sense to do this, uh, just like you might have your like a discourse form or something on your web page, have a group on Facebook, and in that group you can have the same kind of engagement tools you have now. They put a lot of emphasis on groups, and they actually have specific features. It looks like they're going to roll off for different types of groups, but uh, a group can be a great way to help build up a community. Uh, that are really into your whatever your product service is. So something like a club, a members-only type of group, something like that would be probably pretty useful on Facebook and get some good engagement. And, and of course, I would say, if you're going to do that, that you actually have your, you have like a Discord server, some kind of forum, some kind of place on your website for those people as well uh, as the Facebook group, because not everybody's going to be on Facebook. And again, you want to have some kind of hedge in the future. But I would say as a business, your primary thing you're going to have to do on this platform is try to build up an audience and not just a passive audience, but one that's engaged with you, which is very difficult. But it's kind of like the same problem people have on YouTube. You know, you can put out tons of videos that can be amazing videos that can be really information dense videos. I mean, they could be they could be great. They could be entertaining, they could be whatever, they could be top shelf of videos, but if you don't have an engaged audience, the algorithm doesn't promote the stuff, no one sees you. And in this case, it looks like uh, Facebook's going to continue to de-emphasize, at least that's what I'm reading between the lines here, it looks like they're going to continue to de-emphasize the whole uh, business page approach. Maybe you'll still be able to get engaged by spending enough money on ads, but that's not what I think most businesses kind of assumed they would get out of putting 
so much content on the Facebook. They thought they were to get more organic engagement, which is much more valuable and, you know, cheaper. So if you're going to have to build a group now, you're going to have to spend more time on, on thinking about that from a business perspective. And I think that actually could end up making a lot of businesses healthier. Uh, it's just kind of the way things are today. There's so much competition. There's so much uh, competition just for attention as well as for any given business or service. A lot of it is building up reputations and uh, getting people interested in you as a brand entity or as a person. You know, if you're a really small business, my my focus is more on the small business. The big brands, you know, they've this is not really, I think, going to be a thing for them. But if you're like a small business, like one person, two people, you know, something like that, you don't have a big marketing budget. Your best bet, I think, is probably going to be to try to foster community in an appropriate way for your your business. Maybe even join other businesses in the same kind of or in complementary areas. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing right now, but I really think that this this announcement changes the game for photo uh, for um well <laughs> yeah photography business is true, but that's type of business. But I mean it's going to change the game for um, businesses of all kinds. Uh, and so again, if I was going to summarize, I would say make sure your web page is good. Put all of your information on your web page. Make that your canonical source. Uh, make sure you have a place for any kind of uh, interaction group forums, that kind of thing there, as well as anything you might do on Facebook. And then I would also say experiment with using the stories feature from your business page and, the, and create groups, you know, and use all the tools there on Facebook to try to build up an audience that's actually engaged with you. Because you can have a lot of followers on your page and it doesn't matter. It doesn't translate to anything necessarily. You know, you have to get people to give you money some way or another, like come to a show or buy some merch or buy your product or hire you. And uh, a lot of people following you can help with that, but it doesn't guarantee anything. So, you know, uh, a, a small group of very dedicated fans, as it were, is often way more valuable than a large group of very passive people. And I think we're all just going to have to experiment to try to figure out what the heck the algorithm wants. Like, because uh, I just I don't know exactly how stuff from business pages is going to surface on the new interface. I've, I played with it a little bit today, and the one thing I've noticed is, I mean, obviously I still have a news feed, so this is all early days, and they announced the, their plans, but they haven't really implemented much of anything yet. So they have a new kind of refreshed UI, but it doesn't really change how you use the app yet, except that, as I said, um, photo of uh, the the stories are up front and center large rectangles and groups are are big a big focus there too so uh i guess that's where the tide is going to be taking us now on the on the positive side though i do like that the this privacy focus is long overdue uh i think for most people outside of a business context i mean you don't you you want to be communicating with some subset of people on the planet earth not everybody you want to just be your friends your family or different kind of groups of people one problem i've always had with facebook is the difficulty with grouping all your contacts and it didn't really say whether they're going to make that easier in some way i mean over the years they've tried different things like you can technically make different audience groups and stuff in facebook so you can post something it only goes to some people not other people 
you can make like friends groups. It's very awkward to do and you quickly stop doing it because it's it's really it was a terrible interface to do. But they seem to be hinting at adding more tools for doing this kind of slicing and dicing. Like they announced uh well they didn't announce they have a thing called Facebook dating, which I didn't know existed because it's not yet in the US. But on that service, like you can opt into it and nobody knows you opted into it and they have like this um this thing in there, it's like a secret crush thing, you know, but it doesn't really matter what, what it is. The fact is that they have like, they have this whole other, they, they have this uh, ability of the Facebook dating app to create a profile that's specific to that app and separate from your Facebook main profile and all your interactions go through the Facebook dating feature because I think it's actually in the app right now, but you go through that feature and then it's separate from your main profile. Like that's, good i mean that's kind of why you have business pages and stuff too the idea is you you do this so separate it's just right now it's it's not the best experience you know when you're when you're trying to manage all that stuff uh i also noticed in the app has recently even before it's refreshed today attempted to make it clearer which persona you are when you're logged in the app so if you have multiple business pages like i have multiple pages i manage and i have my personal account it'll tell you who you are like with your little profile picture kind of floating there in the app so it's it's more clear who you are and who you're posting as which is very helpful so i mean i see a lot of signs that they're trying to make it easier for you to kind of communicate with segments of the population of people that you're connected to in the various ways that you use facebook so that's that's good i mean that is good but if you're the type of business, as many, many are, where you really need to build up a large audience, uh, I don't know. It looks like Facebook is really de-emphasizing that, and it's going to be more difficult to do that in the future. And it's going to require more work, at the very least. And I'm really wary of continuing to rely so much on this platform that has been has had so many issues. But I am giving them the benefit of the doubt here that they're serious about this privacy focus as I I think they they've are really at an having an existential crisis moment right now that they're teetering on the edge of having like massive regulation come down on their heads and uh they're I think even teetering on the edge of a mass exodus of users at least in some markets. Uh so you know that's probably why it was it's almost a uh not panicky but it was almost like i was watching the the scenes from the keynote and and, and the speakers were like hey guys look we're really going to try to be private and there was a time when they were they were talking about stuff with their i think their messaging apps and they're like none of this stuff is implemented yet some of it may not actually see the light of day or some of it might not come up for years but here's where we want, here's the stuff we are thinking about right now we just want to tell you we're thinking about it we're actually doing it uh, they were very, uh, very eager to let us know that this is a, uh, this is a real pivot. Of course, you know, only time will tell. But you know, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm being being as charitable as possible with uh, the interpretation of what they have here. But reading between the lines, Facebook is changing, and a couple years from now, maybe a very different place for businesses than it is now. Uh, and that may be good. That may be bad. But however it, it it shakes out, I think it would behoove us all to remember the a little bit of the old school web wisdom, which was own your own domain name 
and you know control your own online destiny that way. And you know, your own website is your identity on the internet, and it shouldn't be just a Facebook page. More so now than ever. So as I said, I'll link to the the Verge article that I was reading today, and it has a nice little 12-minute supercut of the F8 keynote, so you don't have to sit through like the hour and plus, whatever it is, and uh, a lot of the stuff later on is is stuff that you can ignore, has really nothing to do with with uh, potential business stuff, but has to do more with like Oculus stuff and AR stuff and technology that's besides their, you know, their main apps. Uh, okay, so that's going to be it for today. I just wanted to kind of put that out there and have us all thinking about it. If you have any any thoughts about how to use Facebook, Instagram, or any of the social networks effectively now in this kind of new privacy-focused era that I think we're all entering, I think Facebook is the most egregious example of someone of of a of a product that really needs that focus. But if wherever Facebook goes, the whole industry is probably going to go as well. So, and I mean, Apple has already been there for years. So a couple of years from now, all the social platforms may be more, more privacy focused in a lot of ways. So I don't know if you have any ideas how to effectively use these platforms, uh, strategies you think of about how to, how you should coordinate between your like main web presence and the, and social networks. I mean, I'm not an expert in these things and there are people out there who, who have successfully, you know, done this stuff today. Uh, but I think that the strategies are going to have to be adjusted. And if you are in that space, if you're like one of these social media managers or something like that, definitely pay attention to the stuff they talk about in the keynote today. Pay attention to any anything really comes out of this conference because this is the beginning of a transition that if they're serious about, it's going to take them years to get through. But as they move through this, it can have some significant implications for anyone trying to make money on social networks on, that Facebook you know, owns, which is, you know, two of the big ones. Three, if you count WhatsApp. Okay, that's it. I will talk to you next time. Later.